www.disneytimepodcast. everybody and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host Micah and joining me today are my co-hosts Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going today? Pretty good. Doing awesome, thanks. Cool, cool. So uh, we're going to take a break from our uh, perfect days and we're going to have a special episode for you guys this week. Since um, we are currently getting down to the wire for going to Disney World. On today's episode, we're going to pretty much go over what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be expecting when we go and make the trip over and make the trek to Florida. So uh, you guys uh, ready for this episode? You ready, Rissa? Sure. How about you, Nelson? You ready? I'm just ready for Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, let's... um, Let's start it. Okay, so um, our our trip is going to be going from November 2 all the way through November 9, which is our, our last day at uh, Disney World. And then a lot of us are going to be coming back at the, on the 10th. Um, so uh, let's let's start it. Let's start it out. Um, so I, I understand that a lot of you guys are coming in going to be in early on saturday on the second right is that right nelson yeah i am doing a tactic that i typically do because i personally like to maximize my time uh when i go to florida for disney world trips um it kind of works in my favor that uh, their time shift kind of helps right um but what i typically like to do since we live here in california is that i'll get a red eye flight the night before so in this case, um, it'd be November 1st, and uh, what I like to do is fly overnight, try and get as, you know, as much rest as I can in, on the flight, and then, you know, arrive in the morning, typically before the parks open, and then with the, with the uh, provided Disney Magical Express, you know, get to the hotel, the resort, then from there, um, just you know, take the Disney transportation off to the park. So essentially, I hit the ground running. I don't want to waste any time. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely doing that again this trip. Uh, so it allows me to also work on uh, Friday so I don't have um, to use any PTO that day. And, uh, yeah, so be flying in super early. Well, not super early. I'll be flying in around like 6.15 in the morning or so. Nice. Yeah, so um, Eric, my friend, is actually going to be beating all of us. He's going to be the first one there, period. Oh, wow. According to his flight schedule, he's flying in around 5 in the morning. So. Oh, wow. That's really early. Yeah. Well, I mean, he gets there like about an hour before me or so. Um, and he told me he'll just wait for me at the airport. So. Oh, okay. Um, that way, I, I mean, I didn't even have to give him his, like, luggage tag or uh, his magic band yet i'll just give it to him when i see him in the airport um but yeah so arrive in the morning and then uh yeah get to the hotel 
then yeah. off to the parks and off to the park so of course that's my tactic and i advised everyone else to try it to do it as well because i mean i know Rissa likes to also maximize her time on these so, kind of trips so yeah yeah so Rissa, you're are you doing the same tactic here yeah basically um i'm flying out at like 10 20 ish um from sacramento um and then gonna arrive around 8 58 basically nine o'clock uh in orlando um we had to choose a later flight than nell and trebo just because um i'm commuting back home on a friday night um from nevada so uh just wanted to make sure that i have plenty of time to make sure I, i didn't leave anything out of my luggage um get everything organized before we we take a our transportation over to the airport. Yeah, the last nice. thing you want to do is rush right. when uh, you're headed off to the airport. You got to make right. sure you got everything. <laughs> yeah, and we wanted to just have ample time for like check-in and, you know, relaxing before the flight. Yeah, definitely. That's that's, you know, like airports and it it gets stressful and sometimes gets to be a hassle with all this TSA and all the all the hullabaloo that goes along with the airport, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, we just wanted to make sure that we had enough time from me getting home to get to the airport and making it through security. That's that's definitely key, uh, giving yourself enough time to get through that security line, all that. Yeah. So um, it should be interesting uh, taking the Magical Express over to the resorts. Uh, our plan is to hopefully meet up with um, Nelson and Nell and Trebo and Eric um hopefully they're done with what they're gonna do um by the time we get there so right so uh, what riss is referring to is um i kind of already talked to her about it as um as she mentioned she's arriving around nine in the morning and i'm arriving around six fifteen so me and nell will be doing the um wine and dine half marathon which is the following day uh but before we uh, obviously attempt to do that, we need to do the race registration and bib pickup. And right. uh, that happens at the ESPN Worldwide of Sports, which, you know, we kind of I did an episode on that of of log for when we when I did the rival run, the Star Wars rival run back in April. Oh, yeah. So something yeah, it's the same thing. I have to do the bib pickup and um, want to try and take care of that. Uh, before um, Rissa and Kay get to the resort. So the expo, or rather the bib pickup, I do, uh, doesn't start till 9. And uh, that's when Rissa flies in. So hopefully, you know, I don't get any hiccups. Could just go straight to the expo, pick up my bib, check out whatever merch is there. And then hopefully by the time Rissa gets to the hotel, me and Nell, Trebo and Eric will be back from the expo. I'm pretty much just ready to go. That's so, the hope. So la- last race that you did, uh, the rival run, you and Nell bought some uh, some shirts for the race. Are you guys going to do the same thing, you think, for the wine and dine? Yep. that's. Uh, we're definitely going to... I know my sister, she's all over that. She was like oogling, ogling everything on the rival run, all the merch right. there. I had to, I had to like calm her down. Like, don't, don't buy everything. (laughs) (laughs) She was ready to drop like, you know, three digits on the first day. I'm like, dang. But, um, anyway, 
we plan to definitely browse what's there. And um, I'll be taking pictures and uh, hopefully Rissa and Kay would have landed by then. I'll be sending them pics just to see if they want anything from the from the expo. Because just to, like again, maximize time. Um, if they're not going to be there yet by the time, you know, I go get my bib. We don't want to just, you know, pick up our bibs, head back and then... Once they arrive, if they're interested in seeing the merch, we go back all the way to the expo. Like, uh, that's a lot of back and forth. So I figured to just try and uh, send pics, see if uh, she wanted to send anything. Her, or her and K or Kay. So since you can only buy that stuff at the expo, the Run Disney merch. Yeah, makes a lot of sense there. Yep. So pretty much after that, uh, we just head to the parks from the resort after meeting up there. We're going to hit up Epcot on the first day. Food. Definitely Epcot. Yes. Epcot's, Epcot's so good. And uh, it's so good we have three Epcot days in our trip here. Well, it, yep. it only makes <laughs> sense considering the time of year we're going. So Yes. this The primary reason we're going that I always advertise and and love and, and kind of, you know, butter it up for you guys is the Ep International Food and Wine Festival. 2019. 2019. So what are your travel plans, you and Zam? For, so for us, uh, we're traveling with a toddler, so it's a little bit different for us because, um, you know, we don't want to take a red eye with him and he might not sleep and there's a time difference and all that. So we're, we're actually going to be leaving on Saturday the 2nd. We're going to leave at 7.05 in the morning and hopefully we get to... Uh, Orlando at a reasonable time. Uh, it's like scheduled 3.30 p.m. or something when we arrive. Mm -hmm. So you guys are probably already going to be at the parks and all that. And we'll probably try to settle in a little bit and then head out to the parks. Um, I know Nelson uh, got us some fast pass reservations for the evening, which is clutch because it's like, you know, six. It's like back to back to back. So, oh, uh, right. So like that. when we hit that... Uh 60 day window for fast passes um i took into consideration everyone well as best as i could and i mean right. particularly for this first day um we're gonna be essentially in two groups because uh yeah like micah explained he's not arriving till in the afternoon and so just to give him enough time i yeah his, their first fast passes in, until like six fifteen. right which is pretty cool it's text test track and Obviously, I haven't been there since they first opened the refurb test track. So, yeah, and I'm 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 really hoping that they will like it because this, this like test track is very similar in the like especially the speed run part right. to um, Radiator Springs, and I know that's her favorite ride at Disneyland. Yeah, definitely. So I, I'm thinking she'll like it for the speed part. You know, mm -hmm. um, that's that's usually what I what I anticipate anyway. It's like the other stuff with the testing of the car, I'm just, eh, get, get us to the speed part. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of zigzags on initially and inclines. and Right. But it's definitely the, the when they shoot you out and you do a loop around the entire building type of thing. That's, that's right, really fun. Right. And then, like, when you're underneath, you hear the, the sound of the electric motors going. Like oh, whirring. yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I always like that standing underneath. I'm like, whoa, sounds fast because it is. <laughs> well, apparently it used to be faster, but... Did it really? Yeah. Oh, I, they, I always thought it was like 66 was the highest it would go. 
Uh, well, before that, it, it did go higher, but uh, then they ended up putting a limiter on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's that's our plan is to arrive a little bit later, and then we'll hit the parks just like you guys and be in Epcot. So um, pretty much like what we what I typically like to do at Epcot is, is get stuff from the booths at Food & Wine anyway. So that's um, it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's the one thing it's going to be kind of hard for me on day one. I, I have back. to <laughs> not <laughs> holding back on the beer. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Because the following day is race day and I, mean, I, I don't drink before a race day. You can like live vicariously through us. We'll describe <laughs> it describe it in detail and you can make notes and be like, Okay, I'll visit that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean I already have a good idea what I want to go back to anyway. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean it's just I have like you said, I have to hold back <laughs> and yeah. not like actually drink because again um, I've just noticed that if I drink before, like even training during training uh, for a race, if I drink the previous day and then I run the following day, I feel bloated and I don't perform as as optimally as I could. I mean, that makes as sense. I could. So, yeah, that's why for an act the actual race day, I abstain from drinking anything besides water. So, yeah, it'll be hard, but uh, I know the following day, like. I know on uh, for the the rival run back in April, um, after of course like two full bottles of Powerade <laughs> that they provide at the finish line, um, I ended up getting a beer. I oh, was like, that was a well deserved beer right there. <laughs> so, and yeah. it and it didn't make you feel like have a stomach ache or anything like that. No, I waited a good that? while because unfortunately I'm not trying to like diss my sister but it took her a while to get past the finish line but because mm. of her um medical uh assistance that she right, provided right. yeah it took her a little extra time to cross the finish line so i was waiting there for a good while so i even had a burger a beer <laughs> waiting but it's all good hopefully yeah, she doesn't good. encounter that same issue this this time yeah i mean i or told her like you know you're on vacation. You have the right to have fun too, but I can't tell you to not help someone if you, you know, like if it's really truly in you, in you to do so. But. I mean, honestly, if I had the skills and I weren't, you know, the squeamish type, if somebody had a medical emergency, I would totally try to help them. It's just, mm. you know, you see somebody hurting, you just want to help. Yeah. Yeah. Like the good Samaritan thing, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I understand where she's coming from, especially since so, that's her profession. So Right. Yeah. She is yeah, a RN. So RN. It's literally her calling. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that was day. That was our first day, uh, November 2. And so November 2nd, we kind of touched on that a little bit. It's going to be race day for both Nelson and Nell. November 3rd. Uh, they're going to be. Oh, yeah. November 3rd is going to be race day for Nelson and Nell. Um, they're going to be doing the wine and dine. So Nelson, um, you, you did give us a map of the course, right? Um, is it similar to rival run? Would you say? Uh, yeah, I was actually talking to my sister about it once they, um, provided a more detailed map 
of the the course i was looking at it, i was like this is like 90 percent the same oh as a, so what's what's the difference here so practically toward the end um where it's going through epcot mm-hmm. um we uh pretty much ran like right under the uh spaceship earth you know the mm-hmm. big epcot ball right um and then entered through the parking lot from there. But because there's so much construction happening at Epcot right now, they're actually diverting us. We still run partially around the World Showcase, um, but we cut off in between China and Norway. There's these big double doors that have, we always just walk by, um, but uh, I guess we'll be running through it this time. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, there, we'll be going through this, I, I'm guessing is just service roads. Um, and then enter the parking lot from there. It still finishes um, in the Epcot parking lot. We just enter in a different uh, in a different way. So, yeah, it's um, pretty much the same. I mean, especially even mile around the mile nine marker. It's the big incline. It's the only real incline in the entire um, tr- uh, r- in the entire track. Yeah. Which is just essentially an on-ramp <laughs> for the the roads. But, uh, nice, nice. Yeah, my sister, she saw it. She's like, oh, no, mile nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty much the same track. So I, I kind of already know what to expect. So um, from, from your last race, were there guests in the park already when, um, like, the whole race was wrapping up? Do you um, remember? I would assume so. Because um, definitely when I was running um, by uh, the entrance into Hollywood Studios, um, there were right. people going through security to get into the park. Oh, okay. So That's interesting. Yeah, that was at ho- um, Hollywood Studios. I don't think, like, since part of the track is on the World sh- Showcase, I don't think Epcot would be open just yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So um, this, this is going to be Epcot also on our second day. And um, Rissa, have you look in, looked into any of the food booths that you'd be interesting, interested in trying? No, I took one look at it. I got overwhelmed. <laughs> so oh, okay. I'm okay. just going to... Um, There's a lot to take in, so yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> so I'm just going to play it by ear, by ear. Well, rather by smell. By smell. Yeah. Oh, that's Sight and one. smell. Right, yes. right. So if there if there's anything that you should try, the filet mignon, you definitely try that. <laughs> yes, and that's the, at the Canada the, booth. Yeah, the Canada booth, and then the Brazilian cheese bread. That's the uh, other thing. That's Nell's obsession. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I love it too. So I definitely get it every year. Do you do you have one that you'd recommend for Rissa to try, Nelson? Oh no! Uh, well, other than yeah, those, multiple. Yeah, other than the <laughs> staples. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll definitely like. What I like to do is just visit booth by booth. I haven't right. really looked ahead to see what's available. Um, so I kind of just don't have any tempered expectations. Other than, right. of course, the staples. But yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I just like to see what's being offered, and if it sounds or smells or looks good, you know, I'll give it a try. And, um, you know, if it's something I'm like, yeah, well, what do you think? And I'll ask Nell or Trevo and we will like, yeah, sure, let's get it. And then we may even just split something. So, 
Do do you ever get adventurous and be like escargot and try that? You know. Um, well, I have been adventurous, but I haven't gotten escargot at France yet. They you offer it, like, uh, but they, or the they have before, but I don't think I've. I I know I haven't ever gotten it at the food booth there. Rissa, would you eat a snail? Hmm, maybe. It depends on the maybe. texture, because I, I I factor in texture a lot when I'm eating, which is why I can't right. eat oysters. Yeah, because yeah. I've tried it, and they're just like boogers. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, if you if you can't if you don't like oysters, I'm assuming escargot is slimy. I mean, I, a snail. I feel like it depends on how they cook it, right? Yeah, it's it's how it's served. So okay. it's all yeah. dependent on on the presentation, I guess, of how how they're cooking it, whether it's going to be slimy or not. Aha, I see. All right, so yeah, that would be our. Uh, our day two, we have a few, of course, we have some fast passes that Nelson set, right, Nelson? Yeah, I set them in the afternoon um, just because uh, I plan to finish. So the race doesn't start until 5.30, or f- it starts at 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, at the rate that I've been training at, I should finish within like two hours or just sh- over two hours or so. Oh, so, nice. Um, but... I anticipate that I'll be put in Corral C again. Okay. And so starting with Corral C, I probably won't start like running until maybe about 545 because it takes a while to load people into the chute. And then, you know, they start each group. And this case would be A and B. So uh, and then C after that. So you'd be done before the park opens. Yeah. At least that's what I uh, anticipate. Yep. Should what be, what's d- the, if um, I start by 5.45, if it's two hours uh, plus or plus 10 or so, then, yeah, I'll be probably done around 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, nice. So what's the, the max time limit that they're giving, like the very end pace people? Um, you, know? you have to take them or you have to keep a minimum pace, I believe, of 15. Uh, okay. 15 or 16 minute, minute mile. Miles. Yeah. Okay. So then it, sh- it technically should be done before the park opens, right? Yeah, they, they definitely have to do that. And they're pretty serious about it. If you don't keep the minimum pace, you won't even get your medal. Oh, wow. Wow, that's so, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's happened to people where they, they don't keep the minimum pace? Uh, probably. But you, you, you haven't seen it because obviously mm, no. you're at the front. <laughs> I've only ever done a Disney run or run Disney event once, so this right, is only right. my second one. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, Rissa, are you looking forward to our fast passes there at on the second day and the first day? I'm looking forward to everything. I ha- I like everything. Have, like, I don't know. I'm just gonna take in everything as a newbie. So it's yes. just gonna be like everything's fresh and new, and then you're just gonna be like, wow, right? Yeah. Nice. I like that. So yeah, we have um, Frozen, Living with the Land, and Turtle Talk with Crush on that second day. Um, for me, Frozen's going to be new because I've only ever been on Maelstrom. I actually miss Maelstrom, even though I haven't been on Frozen. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, it's the same ride, just different theme. Right, right, right. I mean... They didn't the, change they any have, of the track. Yeah, they changed the animatronics, so that's, right. you know. Um, they still have trolls, though, right? 
the the trolls from uh, Frozen are in there, right? I think they kept one original uh. troll from Maelstrom. Oh well, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, Disney, the Imagineers like to do that, like give little homages to um, different rides in the parks. Like one for one, um, I know Owl. Um, there's a pick, uh, you know, the Winnie the Pooh's adventure ride in uh, Fantasyland. Right. The, the first the, turn, yeah. uh, when you after riding or getting in the vehicle, there's a little like a mural on the wall that shows like it depicts uh, Mr. Toad handing off the deed to the land to Owl. Oh because yeah, that's right. Right there where um, that Winnie the, Pooh is. Winnie the Pooh ride is, it used to be the the. Toad ride. Mr. Toad's ride. Yeah, Mr. Ride, Toad's yeah. ride. Yeah, it used to be there, but it was replaced. So, yeah, Disney Imagineers, they like to do that kind of thing, kind of stuff. That's like at Disneyland, right, Rissa, with the uh, Country Bear Jamboree? Yeah, right? and um, right after the uh, kind of trippy dream sequence, if you look up when you're in the honey area, um, behind you, there's there's uh, the moose heads and elk yeah. yeah yeah they're mounted right above that tunnel it's funny it's like we need the poo takes over places right yeah yeah <laughs> well, well those are yeah the two examples that we gave yeah well also like um in indiana jones uh in disneyland it was it was built on the winnie the Pooh and um lot parking lot so there's an right. eeyore sign up above the projector yeah that's right they did get rid of that parking lot so yeah cool so we're we're gonna be on, on our third day let's uh let's move on to that so that's monday the fourth and that is a magic kingdom day so nelson and i we just went over our perfect day at magic kingdom so this is gonna be the first of the two magic kingdom days that we're gonna have on this trip um, and it looks like it's going to actually start off with a uh, Chef Mickey character breakfast. Is Yummy. that right, Nelson? Yeah, it's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I purposely wanted it to do it after the race because, you know, I'm, well, I'm speaking for myself and Nell. We're going to be, like, just, like, wolfing down food <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i tried our best or i tried my best to try and get ohana right but um because i know you want you were asking for that reservation yeah definitely but um unfortunately i couldn't get any like i didn't find any openings for our group size that's perfectly fine because so, chef mickey's has mickey mouse so yeah it has the fab five five fab five yeah yeah and ohana is stitch and, and friends well, I mean, uh, Mickey shows up there too in a oh, that's true Aloha that's true. shirt. <laughs> yeah, Hawaiian Mickey. Hawaiian Mickey. Yep. But yeah, so you're gonna be uh, scarfing down food, huh? Yeah, but it's uh, Chef Mickey's uh, buffet. Is a, it's a pretty much you know standard um, buffet fare. Um, so like so um, nothing truly spectacular there. It's primarily for you know the experience with the uh, characters. So kind of like what we had over at uh, Plaza Inn and for, like, Risa, remember Goofy's Kitchen? Kind of like that. Yeah, I'd probably relate it closer to Goofy's Kitchen. Yeah. So, you gonna you going to scarf down a lot too, Risa? Um, if I have recovered from the previous days 
at Epcot. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Epcot eating and drinking a lot. Huh? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Magic Kingdom. It's a, a lot to look forward to. Um, we also have three fast passes there: Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, and Seven Dwarves, which I haven't gone on either. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Yep. The uh, and when I was booking the fast passes for this day, I um, focused on getting Seven Dwarves first, and then I got the other fast passes following that. Got it. Yeah. So, so one thing I I recall from Buzz Lightyear is that it's a lot easier to get past the million points. Than oh, I it know. Is in Disneyland. R- like Rissa and Kay, they they're masters at Astro Blasters. And, I mean, if they can kick my butt in that ride, they're going to kick my butt in this ride. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, once you reach 99999, it, like, they don't show the score at the end. So, you're already maxed out. Well, pretty much. I hit that once in Disneyland. Yeah. Um, so I but they'll st- show you the score. But the problem is, like, I stopped shooting. So, I could oh. have gotten even higher. Because I didn't know. Right. I was like, oh, I guess it's broken. <laughs> so but then eventually i was just like whatever i'll keep shooting and then i looked at the score and i was like oh i'm well over a million yep so yeah we we it happened because we got stopped right in front of zerg and i was the first zerg or the second one the first zerg so I, we were oh yeah i was like locked on to his his uh the secret target secret target yeah 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 so, but um, just a fair warning here, this ride was like a prototype to Astro Blasters. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> this, this is an early version of Astro Blasters. So for one, the gun is like locked onto the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's on a like, pivot. Out. Yeah. yeah. So they did. And two, of... every target is worth the same. So. Oh, lame. Yep. So like the circles and the diamonds and triangles, they don't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I think the shapes are all the circle. Uh, so whatever you hit, it's worth the same. So just lock onto one, keep shooting, then you'll definitely get past a million easily. Do they have pictures at the end? N- they do, but they don't actually reveal your actual score. So that's why I was saying, like, if they don't show the score, they'll just it shows, like, Galactic Hero, which is the highest, uh-huh. and then that's it. Oh, so it just, like, shows so. your rank or whatever? Yeah, your rank. It'll show your rank. That's lame. They didn't. I'm saying, they didn't want to like prototype. upgrade it. Uh, they I mean, probably have like done some minor or smaller updates in between, but I mean, it's still not as as good as Astro Blasters, in my opinion. The I think they upgraded the camera because it's a lot clearer than the one at Disneyland. If you look at the picture, right, Nelson? Uh, maybe I haven't. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, that's that's gonna be Magic Kingdom. Uh, Rissa, are you, are you just are you looking forward to just everything at Magic Kingdom, or is there something like you really want to check out? Maybe Arendelle Aqua or something. I mean, that would be fun to to see the special color. But um, really, I'm just excited to see the differences based on everything uh, that you guys have explained in previous episodes. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just ready to take it in. Um, Especially the castle, because of how Trebo described our castle on the West Coast. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he grew up in Florida, so of course, like, 
that like he saw he grew up with the bigger one or, or Cinderella's castle and then coming here to the original is like whoa obviously that's going to be a shock I mean yeah so, and I, I mean I like for you call... it's going to be the exact opposite yeah yeah <laughs> well I'll probably be like that's a bit gratuitous <laughs> rather than whoa that's so amazing you know well i i can only imagine about the the, the castle in shanghai then oh yeah oh yeah man. i'm gonna be like that's just too much <laughs> <laughs> it's all bigger in china i guess well it's just like is there anything in there i know in, in you could florida, take tours apparently yeah but i know in florida they have the dream suite but like why does it need to be that big if there's just that one thing inside oh well actually there's cinderella's royal table too it's a that's the buffet also it's a restaurant yeah okay yeah and they do they have bibbidi bobby boutique there too or is it just the the royal table i don't think it's in the castle okay yeah it's probably somewhere else in Fantasyland. so so yeah um I was going to mention something about Magic Kingdom. Oh, there is a a new fast uh, photo pass spot. Have you have you seen this, Nelson? There's a new photo pass spot in front of the castle, where it like you look up and it like zooms down in on you, and then it's it's like a, a, a they call it a, a new magic shot where it's like it, a, the camera's mounted high, and then it will zoom in on you and then zoom out and show you like standing there in the crowd. It's pretty oh, cool. Are you talking about one of those um, automated photo pass stations? Yeah, yeah, they have one of those now at Magic Kingdom. So I mean, you guys might want to check that out um, since you do have Memory Maker, right? Yeah, two people in our, uh, or yeah, I, my I, I, my group has it. photo pass, and I know your group has photo pass. So. Yeah, definitely. So you know, that that might be a spot that you guys might want to check out. You know, you you just stand there in front of the stage there, and then it you like look up and be like okay then i think the photo pass person will just activate it and then mm-hmm. it'll take the shot for you it's pretty cool nice so oh yeah and then another thing that they have is they have a camera on haunted mansion so um look out for that <laughs> yeah i know we have a fast pass in a later day for haunted mansion but uh we'll talk about that later yeah, definitely. But um, I guess I wanted to mention we had or I had made a couple notes for possibilities for this day as well. Okay. Yep. Because just recently um, over at the Grand Floridian, they had opened the re- newly re- revent- uh, bleh, newly renovated uh, Enchanted Rose Lounge. Mm. And I know a couple of us are big Beauty and the Beast fans, uh, me included. So I was definitely hoping, like, can we check it out, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so, because, I mean, Grand Floridian is just across the, the lake in front of Magic Kingdom. So Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely on the monorail loop. So the Mickey's uh, character breakfast, Chef Mickey's character breakfast, is at the Contemporary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's also on the monorail loop. So I see what you're saying here about going, possibly going there. Well, I was just saying possibly going like not till later in the afternoon because oh, okay. apparently I looked and they don't actually start serving food until after 5 p.m. Ah, okay. So up until that point, it's uh, a lounge for drinks. But not which, for food. But not for food. No, well, not yet. Until 5. Until after, after 5. Yeah. yeah. So if we were to check out the offerings there, 
um, you know, we'd probably go after, like, in the afternoon or so. So Nice. And I also noted, like, maybe we could also possibly check out Trader Sam's also, but, you know, that's kind of a, that's that might be too much in one day. But Trader uh, Sam's is at the uh, Polynesian Hotel for our listeners there. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, it's also connected via monorail from right. the Grand Floridian as well. So the uh, coveted uh, monorail loop, which are the uh, high-end hotels, basically <laughs> in the Magic Kingdom area. All right, so um, yeah, that's that was our third day, and that's uh, the Magic Kingdom. So on the next day, day four. We have a Hollywood Studios day, so that's yeah. I'm looking forward to that because that's my my home park from when yeah, I was working that's there. Right. Uh, except now they've <laughs> they've added Galaxy's Edge, so that's a new and a Toy new Story thing. Land and Toy Story Land. Yeah, I, I don't even remember that, so it's pretty new for me. Um, Riz, are you are you looking forward to this uh, going to Hollywood Studios? Yeah, I mean I have a a Savi's Workshop reservation, so that should be exciting. Yeah, you're gonna build a lightsaber. Woot woot. So you you've um you've looked at what you kind of want to get, right? Yeah, because it's no different than in Disneyland. Um, I think the setup's pretty much the same. Right. Uh, so I I just wanted to know exactly what I wanted, but yeah, I wanted it for for Hollywood Studios. Uh, because I don't know, I just wanted to experience it, and I can just have it shipped back to me if I want. It. Um, so. This is true, yeah. So, um, do you know? Are you gonna? Do you know the color like of of the kyber crystal you're about to get? Or I'm probably just you gonna try to get two. I'm probably just gonna go with blue. Blue. Um, and nice. maybe buy some other crystals. Uh, I know my my friend Matt. He ended up getting like every color. <laughs> oh wow! Um, nice. Yeah, because they they got them back in stock in Disneyland. So, um, on his last trip, he ended up making one and then buying a bunch of kyber crystals um i'm not sure if i want to do that right now um but i'm definitely gonna get blue and then maybe check out the spare parts see what they have so i can customize my lightsaber a bit more nice make it your own right Uh, that sounds cool are you do they do they provide that like carrying case for the blade is that something that they give yeah, I think they I believe it's part thing. of it. Yeah, they That's part they of give it, right? the cheap version. I think you can buy a more expensive version at Doc Onders. Okay, okay. Like a leather. Would you one? Oh, would you be going for the leather one or just keeping that cheap version? I think I'll go basic for now, um, and then later on down the road, if I wanted to, I can always get one because I just renewed my annual pass. So yay! Oh, congratulations! Thanks. So yeah, more more Disneyland for you. And Nelson's already has been renewed, right, Nelson? Oh, his isn't due yep. yet, right? Until April. Well, I mean, I've remo- I've renewed mine for as of this current year, and mine isn't up till this coming April. Yeah. So nice, nice. I'm at least covered up through when um, Rise of the Resistance opens up. Right. Yeah, I wanted to do it just because of the supposed opening of Marvel Land. Um, Oh. I say supposed because we never know with, with Disney and construction timelines. So, Right. They did say 2020. So Yeah. Cool. Fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Um, so, we got we have an August reservation again. 
uh, that Nelson made this time. Um, and this one is at uh, 650, so a little bit around the dinner time, you know. Um, so there's a couple things on here that we're going to get to experience that we don't have at Disneyland. One of them is Tower of Terror. So this is like the, the original OG. Tower of Terror. Um, because the one at California Adventure was the second Tower of Terror. Right. Or I think it's the third, because there was one in Tok- Tokyo, right? Uh, yeah, there is yeah, one in so- Tokyo. So it's like, I mean, it was the, the latest version of Tower of Terror until they re- rebooted it. <laughs> um, so then we're going to get to see that. Uh, and then Little Mermaid Show um, that that we don't have. I mean, it's a stage show. We don't have that one in, in uh, Disneyland or California Adventure. And also the Indiana Jones stunt show, which is pretty cool. Um, they show a couple, they sh- show like behind the scenes of a couple of the scenes from the first movie. So that's, I like that. I've never um, actually stayed to, or I've never actually seen it, so I'm pretty excited to actually sit through it finally. So I, I kind of geeked out. I um, when I watched it, I sat right behind the guys who were controlling the the effects, oh, like wow. the sound and the and the lighting. I was sitting behind their board, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty cool." Because nice. you know, like when we were in high school, I was, we were doing the audio and all that stuff. So <laughs> I was like geeking out over it. So, uh, yeah, so that was that's our Hollywood Studios day. Um, are you guys going to try to stand in line for anything or try to ride things other than our fast passes? Uh, Nelson, are you? Well, yeah, the, the, that's a tricky thing about um, Hollywood Studios. They changed up the fast pass system, like, pr- pretty much particularly for this park. Right. Where, like, pretty much every ride is a tier one. Right. Uh, fast pass and all the shows are tier two so meaning the any rides that you book for your like 60 or 30 day advanced fast pass you can only get one roller coaster or one ride and there's a lot of good ones like oh, yeah. um there's slinky dog dash um which i haven't even ridden yet um there's toy story mania um there's rock and roller coaster there's Tower of Terror. All of those are, and Star Tours, those are all on the same tier. So meaning when you book, you can only get one. It's a bummer. And then, yeah, so I had to pick which one do I get. <laughs> but um, I purposely picked Tower of Terror because it's right next to Lightning McQueen. And I know, yeah. Yeah, I know Zane isn't going to be tall enough for Tower of Terror. So him and Thea can go uh to that and while we go to uh you know do the tower of terror ride and with uh if it you know push comes to shove with um rock and roller coaster that's the only single rider um ride available in hollywood studios oh that's a lie um smugglers run also has uh single rider available well so. i mean we've done smugglers run and you know that is true (laughs) right it is the same over here but uh yeah uh, rock and roller coaster single rider available and um slinky dog dash i don't know we might have to stand in line for that one which are you oh sorry go ahead if if we get there early enough we can try hit toy story land first oh yeah since that gets pretty crowded right so rissa are, are you gonna try to stand in any lines other than the ones we have fast passes for um, I'm just following along, so whatever okay. anybody else wants to ride. I mean, 
maybe do a single rider for a rock and roller coaster or something like that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Just going to play it by ear. Cool, cool. So, yeah, that was uh, our Hollywood Studios day. And the next day that brings us to Wednesday, the 6th. And that is our quote-unquote free day, which is, you know, people not have booked stuff already. Right? Yeah, not necessarily <laughs> related to Disney. Yeah, so unrelated to going to a Disney park day, basically. Because, um, I mean, there other than Disney fans, there are several of us that are also Harry Potter fans. We're just nerds, like, honestly. <laughs> like, well, nerds in general. The, the other too. party is going to um, Kennedy, so, like, nerds. <laughs> so. Yeah, true, true. So, a couple of us going to Universal Studios, and then um, I know I, me and Eric are going to go to the Kennedy Space Center, so... Yeah, so I'm gonna check out my, uh, you know, stuff in my world. In this yeah, of course, of course, you have to, right? Yeah. So, Rissa, um, what, do you do you have that planned out? Uh, what you're gonna be doing at uh, Universal? Because it looks like the park hours are pretty limited. I mean, it looks like uh, on Universal is nine to six, and then Islands of Adventure is nine to seven. That's yep. that's kind of early. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, the main goal for us there, for myself and Kay, is just to check out the Harry Potter stuff. Um, okay. So after that, anything else is just like icing on the cake. Um, okay. So we didn't really try to plan out exactly what we're going to do at Universal Studios. Because I figured like if if we really enjoyed it, we'll, f- we'll plan another trip around that. Because um, this primarily, our trip is, is we want to tackle all the Harry Potter stuff since... Uh, we did it in Hollywood Studios um, this past June for her birthday celebration. Um, so we have our wands already, so we don't have to take time out of our day to do that. Um, so we're just oh, going to yeah. hit the ground running and interact with the park as much as we can. Or parks, yeah, so, plural. Right, right. Because they have that setup that's kind of like a Disneyland California adventure thing. Yeah. So we're obviously going to ride the Hogwarts Express. So it should be fun. It's your link. Yes. Link between parks. Yes. Um, so we're we're super excited for that aspect. Um, really, anything else with the studios, if we get to ride anything else, depending on, on crowds, will we'll be in addition to our adventures. Because um, nice. we still want to experience Disney Springs, so I don't really anticipate us spending too much time um, at, like, we're probably not even going to hit up City Walk at all. Oh. Okay. And in all honesty, um, from even what my sister tells me, yeah, like Disney Springs. For one thing, Disney Springs is huge. Yeah, it is. So I think, like, I haven't ever been to City Walk myself either. But, um, yeah, there's just so much at Disney Springs that I, I literally could spend a day there. So. Uh, I, I have been to City Walk. I like it. I enjoy it. But that's only because I got super drunk at Fat Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it was my birthday, so they, they kept on buying me drinks at Fat Tuesdays. And I was like, okay, I'll just take the free drinks from you guys. Yeah, to that um, point, they actually have um, these add-ons to the tickets um, that we were, we were we bought. Um, the add-ons are like unlimited club hopping and like unlimited karaoke. Um, so you can add those on to your to your base tickets. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty like 
That's a perk because they they do have a few clubs there at the City Walk, but you know it's not it's not that it's not that great, yeah. you know, because uh, if you compare it to um, like Disney Springs, Disney Springs is is a lot bigger, yeah, and there's a lot more, and there's a lot more new things that I I haven't even seen yet, so. I'm going to be checking that out, too. Yeah. Col- yeah. When you were still there, it was still downtown Disney. Correct. It was still downtown Disney. Yeah. Clubbing and, like, karaoke, that's not, like, private room karaoke isn't really my thing. So we didn't really want to add that on. And we wanted to, you know, still experience Disney Springs with, with our friends and family. So. Yeah. So it looks like Nell and Trey Will are going to be doing Disney Springs probably the whole day, right? Um, yeah, that's what I asked them. And, uh, yeah, they, I thought they were going to go join, uh, Rissa and Kay at, uh, Universal, but uh, apparently not. So they told me they'll probably just chill at, uh, Disney Springs. Nice. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing a, a resort hop. We're going to hit the monorail loop and hit those resorts on the monorail loop and check out what they have at each of those resorts and then go to Disney Springs. I want to go try chicken guy. Oh Yeah. I mean, I'm, good I, things. I'm pretty sure like everyone's going to we're all going to culminate at like at the end of the day. We're all going to just meet up at Disney Springs. So <laughs> we'll probably yeah. like, you know, walk around and uh, find something know, hit up. Eat. Yeah. Hit up <laughs> the quick service restaurants because I, I didn't make any di- dining reservations that day. Do you, does it usually I mean, is it like a really requirement to to get a dining reservation or could we just like depends on the restaurant? restaurant. Yeah, I mean like Raglan Road, Morimoto, um, Wine Bar George, uh, Maria and Enzo's. The bigger restaurants definitely is um, um, encouraged. <laughs> okay, that you get a reservation. I mean, you could definitely do a walk-in. Um, yeah. just expect a long wait time, probably. Do you think it would be like when we went to Ballast Point when it first opened and we had to wait three hours? Do you think it's gonna be something like that? Uh, possibly if we wanted to truly do a sit down, but, okay. um, there are, there are quick service sit downs available, but definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like I really tried to get Morimoto Asia, but there was nothing also available like for our group size. Right. So, um, uh, but what, uh, fortunately they do have the Morimoto street food, which is their quick service counter, like connected to the main restaurant. And thankfully, they also still serve the um, Morimoto, like the famous uh, short ribs that they uh, that Morimoto himself uh, created specific to that restaurant. And they are legendary, legendary. They're so good. They're so, so. good. They're like legend. Wait for it, dairy. Like you yes. know. Yes. Yeah. Neil sure. Patrick Harris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so yeah. yeah. That's a, that sounds great. Um, the uh, sticky the sticky ribs. I I know you uh, you guys have that on the vlog there, and it looks it looks delectable. Yep, every trip I've gone, and every visit to Morimoto, I've always gotten an order. Nice. So yeah, that was that's the free day, and then uh, so the next day would be Thursday, and we'd be going to Animal Kingdom. Yes. The Animal Kingdom, which is uh, the park that opened in 95. And um, this park, we have a few uh, fast passes. And these are actually pretty awesome fast passes that you got, Nelson. Oh, man. Uh, 
in all honesty, this was the first day I booked fast passes for. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, zoomed in on this day <laughs> for so, one particular reason, and I'll let you go over it. Yeah. So uh, the the one reason that Nelson is referring to is flight of passage uh, at Pandora, which is the 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 newest section of that park, and. That's because Flight of Passage is the best ride in all of Disney properties. Is that right, Nelson? That's my claim. Um, a lot of other people also feel like it's definitely in the top three. Okay. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's the complete immersion of the ride and, like, the technology behind it, it just blows me away every time. And so I've been fortunate enough just to even been able to ride it twice. And every both times, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. <laughs> and I would just get excited from the sheer fact of, like, I can't wait till um, you guys also experience it. So the, um, the 3D part to that, is, does that, does that get you dizzy at all? Because I, I always get dizzy on Star Tours with the 3D. Um, so it, they, there's definitely glasses. Right. Um, I, for me, I don't get jarred by the, the, uh, glass, the, the use of the, the glasses in, um, in, in this right flight of passage. Right. So I know like, I know like, for instance, I know Rissa doesn't like the star tours either. And I know you don't like it either because it, it just, you know, gets nauseating. Right. But for me personally, I don't, I don't feel that. Because it's just complete immersion for for one thing, I don't want to. I, I think I've mentioned it before, but when you're straddled onto the the seat, there's like a back plate that like lowers and like you know you get locked in. Mm-hmm. And then even on the legs, on where you're like on your legs, it they simulate like the ikron breathing. You could feel it like pushing against your legs, like in a rhythm. Oh wow! So it's just like holy cow! This is just so immersive, and I'm just totally just in it. Like I'm in it for the you know the few minutes that you know the ride is, how long however long the ride is. So it's 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 an incredible experience. So yeah, I don't think you guys will be um, nauseous or anything like that. So Rissa, are you looking forward to Pandora? Oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like everything this whole trip. Because <laughs> like this is part of like checking off my Disney bucket list. So oh, yeah. right. It, yeah, it's definitely. step one of like getting all of the parks. So. Yeah, because well, I mean, too this... technically, because <laughs> Disneyland is obviously checked off for life. So. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, that, that, I mean Pandora, you know, could check. We could do like Satuli Canteen or or whatever. Oh get man, the drink or the Pongo Lumpia. <laughs> I actually definitely want to try the Pongo Lumpia because I haven't gotten it yet. It, yeah, isn't it like similar to what's at Tropical Hideaway? It's actually different. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What? So, I guess we're gonna have to try it then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to see the difference between this and the one at Tropical Hideaway. Okay. All right. So, I mean, the other two fast passes, we've got Expedition Everest and Kilimanjaro Safari. So, you know, we're going to get a glimpse of, I hope, I hope we get to see some animals. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Um, let's see. What time is it? Uh, oh, two in the afternoon. Are they the napping? animals are more act. Yeah. Well, no, the animals are more active towards the nighttime. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, it's that's pretty much like midday to to two ten is our fast pass. Um, well, um, well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. And I know Eric really loves Evi- uh, Expedition Everest. I, I remember, remember the first time I went with you. I was, I was just so jaded. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's it. <laughs> You're like, this is this is the ride. This is a ride. <laughs> well, I was comparing it to you know other thrill rides, and no, now now having you know more experience, I, I appreciate every <laughs> I appreciate this ride. It's still a roller coaster for one. So there you go, there you go. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, they they do have some other parts to Animal Kingdom like Dino Land USA. I mean, I I kind of want to look. I want to kind of go there before they shut it down because i have a feeling eventually they're gonna shut that thing down it's like out of place you know yeah Um, it's it's essentially like a dinosaur themed carnival exactly exactly and yeah i kind of feel like the dinosaur in in general is kind of out of place yeah yeah but so i see what they were going for because you know dinosaurs are technically also animals right right uh but yeah and uh, for one, like the apparently the primeval world ride has been like up and down, up and down when it comes to being available. Yeah, they actually turned it into a seasonal ride now. I don't understand. Yeah, apparently there's something really wrong with it, so they turned it only for like uh, make the ride available only for like the really busy seasons. Exactly. So yeah, that's I mean that's gonna be Animal Kingdom. They they also have some like shows things that you could check out like the finding nemo stage show who would have thought that they have that right mm-hmm. and um festival of the lion king which is always great i always love it i love to see the people doing the acrobatics and then the dancers and the singers it's pretty cool it's pr- i i really recommend that show that's a really good one um and then you know they have the birds with the up but i hear that show is kind of like bad <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I personally haven't seen any shows in Animal Kingdom. I I personally, well, <laughs> I guess I'm a little. It's a little different for me because I've been there already. But um, I f- still feel that Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdoms are they're still both only half day parks for me. Okay. Even even with the addition of um, of the new lands like Pandora and even at Hollywood Studios with Galaxy's Edge, it's still half day. Well, particularly, yeah, like with Hollywood Studios, that that was a missed opportunity, like we've been saying. Right, that's true. Because it's the exact same thing as we have here. So yeah, I mean, have it, a lot more. It probably wouldn't have it. been a full. Uh, it would have been a full day park now, but I don't know. <laughs> I get. Uh, I don't want to say bored, but I pretty much finish what I want to do in both of those parks pretty early in the day. So. That's just me, but I know we'll have um, some new people, or, you know, Rissa and Kay and Thea saying they've never been to any of these parks, so definitely want to still show them around. Yeah, when when I used to when I used to work there, I would spend the full day, even though it's those are like considered half day parks. You know, I I I, I try to try to do 
things that people don't don't normally do or would be in a hurry to not do you know uh so i would watch the shows because uh, there's plenty of those you know mm-hmm. um and then i'd go try to ride some of the rides like before there was the great movie ride I, I used to love that thing actually um but then they closed it so now i guess that adds to the fact that you're saying it's a pa- half day park you know because they're still not done with runaway railway yet um and then they used to have the tram ride in the back lot so i rode that too um and they had a stunt show back there too. It was the um, lights, motors, action. So it's like a, a car stunt show. So I watched that too. Um, but other than that, if you're not really interested in the shows, because uh, like at night at Hollywood Studios they do the the Fantasmic show. They have a whole arena for it. Um, but if you guys aren't interested in shows, then that that adds to the um, the half day parkness. <laughs> So yeah, um, so that's that was Thursday, uh, Animal Kingdom, and then Friday is gonna be Epcot again. It's our so final, final day at Epcot. Final Epcot day, um, and then we have a Tepan Edo dinner. Yes. So, so yeah, go ahead, Nelson. I know, like we all enjoy Benihana and the you know the performance that the the chefs you know provide. And um, I didn't know that they actually had essentially an equivalent of that in Epcot. Right. So um, me, Nell, and Trebo, we ended up, you know, making a reservation for that last year just to try it out. Because I know my sister was not uh, impressed with the actual just regular Japanese restaurant that they have there. But then again, you know, we're from California. So, of course, (laughs) our... uh, our sushi is a definitely going to be a bit better, just just a bit. Right. So, uh, yeah, she was uh, definitely had a higher expectations for that restaurant. So she wasn't really looking. Well, I won't say looking forward to, but she wasn't gonna. She didn't have high hopes for Teppan Edo. But the entire performance and our chef was just so fun and animated and just super interactive. And yeah, she was great. So had an awesome time, and so we had the thought like we should do it next year for the big trip, you know? <laughs> right. So that's why I also booked this one too. So what what do you think, Rich? Are you looking forward to that uh, that sit down for all of us? Yeah, I I think it should be fun. Um, Zane always likes the fire, so hopefully they do yeah, something like that. <laughs> I I remember watching Nelson's because Nelson took like the whole the video of the whole meal. So like, they she was like gonna start singing. Do you want to build a snowman? And she like dun, 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 and then somebody went dun, 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 and then she's like, okay, you you sing it, <laughs> and everybody was laughing. So, um, yeah, uh, it should be pretty entertaining. Oh yeah, I'm definitely because uh, I mean with our group size, we're gonna have an entire table to ourselves. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like when you book a big group like that you get the whole side of that that table for everybody right mm-hmm so because i mean when it was just me nell and treble last year we ended up you know sharing it with i don't know i think it was at least two other parties right right so but yeah with our group size we, it's going to be 11 of us uh we're going to be taking up an entire thing entire grill should be fun oh yeah <laughs> We'll be laughing and 
Yeah, it'll be a good time. So, we we have reached the final day of the trip now that we're going to be talking about here. Magic Kingdom, the second time around. Yeah, so, and I did this on purpose also. Yeah, and it looks like it's the the re- and one of the things that you did get was something that everybody kind of agreed on wanting to do, which is be our guest dinner. Yes. And um, so. You've you've done you have you you've done be our guest dinner before, right, Nelson? Yes, I've done. I've been to be our guest for both breakfast and dinners uh, at once each before. Ah, so you you need to have um, experience with this already. Yes. Um. So, what what can we, as the people who haven't gone to it yet, expect from this um, the dinner that we're going to be going to? So it's not going to be like really, really bougie or anything like that, but um, it's definitely going to be like a more regal experience. And it also kind of depends on where we are seated. Okay. I anticipate we're going to be seated in the grand ballroom because we're going to have a big group. Um, I don't see us sitting in the West Wing, uh, even though that'd be pretty cool in all honesty. And also... um, Possibly the library. I, I've I've only ever been inside to like you know look around and take pictures. But uh, yeah, there's those three main dining areas. But with our group size, I anticipate we'll probably be in the main grand ballroom. Um, it's uh, I mean, it could get loud in there definitely because it's it's there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a reason why this restaurant um is hard to book because everyone wants to go. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean that. That's like Beast Castle. That's the, you know, it's like a castle you can eat at other than a Cinderella's royal table, right? Right, yeah. Although it's a forced perspective facade. That is true. That is yeah. true. I remember, I remember when they were installing the castle, I actually saw a construction worker standing next to it for perspective, right? And yeah. he was as tall as the castle. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how tall it really is. Sorry, but, sorry if you guys are getting <laughs> <for the> light. <laughs> oh well, you know it is what it is. But um, yeah, I uh, the this restaurant was or this reservation was the first one I made for the dining ones because this one's so hard to book, particularly for dinner, and it's mainly for the experience. And um, uh, we've also kind of explained it before, but during dinner, Beast comes out. And um, it's actually a photo op opportunity with him. And uh, that again, again, that's this is the only place in the entire park to have a photo pass picture with uh, Beast. And he's in his uh, blue garb, his uh, suit. Nice. Like that he used to dance with Belle. So a cool thing to note, before this reservation, we have a fast pass for Enchanted Tales with Belle. I did that so. on purpose. Yeah, so we're going to be seeing Belle, and then we're going to go see Beast, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah, so our, our fast pass for Enchanted Tales with Belle is at 3 to 4.10. That's our window. And then our actual dinner reservation is at 4.10. So, yeah. Right yeah, after seeing Belle. <laughs> go see Beast. We'll go see Beast. So, 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 um, so Rissa, are you looking forward to this... Um, Going in and eating at Be Our Guest? Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Beauty and the Beast fan, but um, just being able to experience such a thing um, is super exciting to me. You know, I I, I think everybody's going to enjoy Enchanted Tales with Belle. It's 
it's really like um i guess it's uh i don't know how to describe it but it's like you know like you're you're you you have a lot of involvement with the story so it's it feels like it's more personal to you guys you know, like to to the cat the audience um, well, the, there's a sec, um, like a time before the show, um, they get uh, volunteers to be part of the performance. Right, right. So, and it, it, of course, it's mainly geared towards the the little ones, but um, there are there are opportunities for the uh, adults to join in as well. Definitely, definitely. So uh, yeah, Nelson. At, at one of these times that we go to Magic Kingdom, are we gonna? Are you gonna try to be that guy? <laughs> oh gosh, you know I always try to. Yeah, but you know, ever since the one time, um, I did it like I, I went with you back in 2012. That was the only time I ever uh, was that guy. I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to Mike's Laugh Floor. Yeah, Monster Sing Laugh Floor. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, for those who don't know, um, it's a comedy show in Tomorrowland and, um, they pick a random person in the audience that becomes like the butt of the joke for like the entire show and they'll keep showing you on the screen. And, um, uh, yeah, one, the one time I visit or the very first time I visited and visited Micah back in 2012, I was that guy. And at the end of the performance, they actually give you a sticker that on it was a picture of Mike Wazowski, and it says, I was that guy. Mm-hmm. So it, it was so great. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> and a uh, fun note, I still have that sticker. Oh, nice. Nice. I, I did memorialize it. I took a picture of it and put you it on Instagram. You did take a picture, yeah. <laughs> but I f- still have the physical sticker with me. Cool, cool. So yeah, I mean that that'll be fun to see if if one of if somebody in the group becomes that guy, you know. Uh yeah, if we end up checking out that show, which I mean, it's a fun show. I think we definitely should. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So yeah, that's I mean, that's that's pretty much all days. Um any anything you guys want to add on? Uh uh Risa, anything you want to you want to mention here? Um one of the things that I really liked that we did for the planning is we made a, a shared Google sheet. Um, right. So it, it not only holds the schedule that we're basically um, discussing this episode on, um, but we have like a, a shared expense tab where we can easily invoice each other when we cover each other. And then we also have our flight information. So if there's any changes, we can expect, you know, um, we can track each other's flights and and check in on each other uh, to make sure we all get where we need to be safely. Um, so I think it's it's a good um, thing to have when you're traveling with large groups. Uh, so whether you're doing it on Google Sheets or using an app, um, I think it's a great idea for any traveling party. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to this trip. Um, we're, we're getting down to the wire, so hopefully I start packing soon. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited and I uh, just want to thank the listeners for, for tuning in and um, yeah, enjoy. I hope you guys enjoyed our, our episode. All right. And Nelson, anything you want to add here? Oh, man. Freaking f- six more days, is it now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, definitely five more work days, but holy cow. We are almost there. I forgot to mention, I was going to text the entire group. We're like, we're in the single digits for days remaining. <laughs> seriously, seriously. I totally forgot because, yeah, something uh, distracted me. But, man, like, it's it's almost here. Like, definitely this time next week, we'll be in Florida. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I, just, I, I prepared yeah. by getting a haircut, so... Um, hopefully, hopefully yep, that helps, uh, with the heat. Yeah. yeah uh, looking at the weather, it actually looks like it's, um, initially like the first couple days are going to be warm, but then it's going to taper off or by the, you know, I guess two thirds from the trip, the oh, two, nice. the remaining two thirds of it is going to be like more moderate. I mean, that's good. I mean, I, that is yeah, good. That, that's not that's bad. I didn't take off too just, much, so. I won't get cold, but yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. Um, e- so eat to the beat series. I mean, that's that's something that happens at Epcot during the Food and Wine Festival. Um, they usually have a performance that happens around the America Pavilion. I don't know if you guys are gonna check that out at all, or you know, listen to the music while you're walking by or whatnot. Or even watch the new Epcot Forever show, but I mean that's something that I might want to check out because uh, especially since we're doing three days at Epcot, uh, I might want to do something like that. Uh, but yeah, it is it's coming here. It's it's coming quickly, uh, and not soon enough. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, um, I'd like to thank the listeners as well. Thank you for tuning into this episode, and we hope that. Um, it was informative, and you kind of get an idea of how we had planned out the our trip. Uh, so, yeah, on behalf of the other two, I'd like to thank you all and say keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Later. Disney.